The top five at five. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. A new report says the FBI searched Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate because it may have had classified documents on nuclear weapons. New York leaders are pushing ahead on congestion pricing, but not all in the tri-state are happy. The CDC released new guidance this week, including no more quarantining. A new survey shows that Americans are worried about President Biden's mental health after a run of public gaffes. The long-standing debate being revived over alleged abuse of horse-driven carriages in New York City. Well, a new report from the Washington Post says that federal law enforcement officers were allegedly searching for highly classified documents on nuclear weapons when they raided former President Donald Trump's home in Florida earlier this week. The Post claims that those familiar with the matter didn't offer any specific details on whether the alleged documents on nuclear weapons were about weapons that were possessed by the United States or a foreign nation, and they did not disclose what they recovered during the search. The Justice Department asked the court to unseal the federal warrant the FBI used to search the Florida estate of former President Donald Trump. Announcing the action on Thursday, Attorney General Merrick Garland cited, quote, the substantial public interest in this matter. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. Federal Judge Bruce Reinhardt gave the Justice Department until 3 p.m. today to certify whether former President Donald Trump supports or opposes unsealing the warrant and property receipt from the FBI's search. Well, Governor Kathy Hochul is pushing ahead on a congestion pricing plan that would raise billions in revenue for public transit projects and promises to significantly decrease traffic into Manhattan's central business and tourism district. But an environmental review of the program shows the difficult political hurdles Hochul will have to overcome both within state borders and in neighboring New Jersey, where Governor Phil Murphy, a fellow Democrat, has made his consternation with the plan known. New York State Assemblyman Mike Lawler spoke about it on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC host John Katsimatidis yesterday. Most of our residents are forced to, to come into the city by driving. Them on top of the bridge crossings that we already faced, which are astronomical if you're George Washington Bridge, um, it's really a, a sham. Congestion pricing would charge drivers extra, possibly up to $23 during so-called peak hours to enter Manhattan Central Business District, which is defined as the area that's south of 60th Street. For years, transit officials have talked about the plan, but until Wednesday, there was not much information on what the tolls could look like and whether some drivers could get exemptions or credits. A special panel is ultimately tasked with finding those details, but the review provides a first glimpse at how the system could be implemented. Well, in updated guidance, the CDC says students can stay in their classroom this fall if they've been exposed to COVID. The transition away from quarantining signals an end to several years of remote schooling that stunted learning and increased mental health problems. As of Wednesday, the CDC no longer recommends that people quarantine after they have a COVID exposure unless they're in a high-risk congregate setting, such as jails, homes, nursing homes, and homeless shelters. Schools, however, are not considered to be high-risk in case of an exposure. The CDC now says students and school staff who remain asymptomatic should wear a high-quality mask for 10 days and get tested on day 5. 
The CDC on Thursday also said that people no longer to need to stay at least six feet away from each other. This is driven by a recognition that an estimated 95% of Americans 16 and older have acquired some level of immunity, either from being vaccinated or infected. Well, a new survey shows that most Americans are worried about President Biden's mental health following recent public gaffes and awkward antics. According to the Issues and Insights TIPP poll released on Monday, 59% of respondents were concerned about the president's mental health, with 36% saying they were very concerned and 23% saying somewhat concerned. Just 39% said they were either not very concerned or not concerned at all at 21% about Biden's faculties. The remaining 2% responded that they were not sure about their level of concern. In one gaffe, Biden referred to himself as vice president about a week ago while lamenting his inability to buy an electric Corvette before correcting himself. I, I did, I must admit, in total disclosure, I've, I've spoken to the chairwoman about the possibility of my being able to buy one of those Corvettes that are electric vehicles, that, uh, you know, when they come out. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do it because I can't drive a vehicle while I'm vice president, while I'm president, any more than I could when I was vice president. Well, the long-standing debate being revived over alleged abuse of horse-driven carriages in New York City, Bob Brown has more. Protesters taking to the streets over the future of carriage horses. Advocates want to put an end to it. Rider collapsed Wednesday on Manhattan's west side at 45th and 9th as police doused him with water and ice for possible heat exhaustion. The city council, Speaker Adrian Adams, the mayor... They are aiding and abetting this egregious animal abuse. Once Ryder arrived back at the stable, a veterinarian diagnosed him with a neurological disease. Ryder will undergo a blood test, which should confirm the diagnosis. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.